0: Hello
1: and welcome to daily wisdom walking the path with the buddha today is our group learning program and we're going to be doing guided breathing mindfulness meditation together each Wednesday, from this point forward in our group learning program, we're going to be rotating between breathing mindfulness meditation and loving-kindness meditation. Because at the beginning of this program, I taught a four-part series on breathing mindfulness meditation to help you develop your practice. And if you haven't seen that, you can easily access it through our YouTube channel or our podcast. And then I taught a four part series on loving kindness meditation to help you build up your practice of loving kindness meditation. And again, you can access that through YouTube or our podcast. And then I taught a four part series on Buddhist chanting, which can also be accessed through YouTube or our podcast. And now for the rest of this program, we're just gonna be rotating between breathing mindfulness meditation and loving kindness meditation to allow students the opportunity to come to class, to do a guided meditation together, and then open up to any and all questions that you guys might have on the path to enlightenment. So you'll be able to ask questions at the end of our meditation session, where you can put those into Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom in the comment section, and any questions that you have related to the path to enlightenment, you're welcome to ask those. And then if you're in Zoom, you can electronically raise your hand and ask any questions that you like. The other aspects of this program is on Sundays. I'm going chapter by chapter in this book, Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Enlightenment. This past Sunday, we just did chapter eight. We're gonna be moving into chapter nine this Sunday, which is titled, what is Gamma and how does it affect me? So each Sunday I'm going to be going chapter by chapter and you can read these chapters either before class and or after class by accessing the book on Wisdom.com. You can download it from there or you can take that file and go print it. And if you have access to Amazon, you can order a printed version on Amazon. So I'd like to welcome all of you guys to our class today and at the same time invite you to join for guided meditation where we can be all meditating together throughout the world, whether you're tuning in by Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom, or if you're listening to this on the replay, you can still meditate and train your mind. I'm going to guide you in breathing mindfulness meditation. If you haven't learned breathing mindfulness meditation with me yet, it's okay, because the way that I guide you in meditation is going to actually help you to learn it. But in terms of thoroughly learning it, you'd like to go back and reference the four-part series that I did on breathing mindfulness meditation. So the way that I start with breathing mindfulness meditation is I start with chanting just to kind of ease the mind into meditation. There's nothing mystical or magical about these chants. It's not a rite or ritual or ceremony or worship. It's not prayer or anything like that. During the lifetime of the Buddha, he used chanting and reciting his teachings word for word for word as a way for his students to commit them to memory. There is no mystical, magical benefit. It's not a prayer or anything like that. It was just literally used in order to help people to remember his teachings because it was an oral tradition and it was handed down from person to person. So what they did is they were chanting in order to commit the teachings to memory. Nowadays, we still chant, but we don't need to do it in order to commit the teachings to memory. We have books, videos, podcasts, things like this to be able to capture the teachings and preserve them. So I still do chanting as a way to develop awareness of mind or mindfulness as you're easing into meditation. Helps to develop some concentration, awareness of the breath, and it even helps to cultivate the memory. So if you'd ever like to learn the chants, you're welcome to do that. So I'm going to ease into meditation with some chanting. Then I'm going to provide a little bit of guidance to help you guys in your meditation itself. And then there'll be a period of time where I'll just be quiet and we'll just all be meditating together. Then we'll come out of the meditation with chanting and I'll open up to any and all questions that you guys have. So you can do this meditation in either the seated, lying, or standing positions. There's also a walking position too, but that's done a slightly different way, and I teach that at other times. So you can take a seated, lying, or standing position. I usually give guidance on the seated position because this is really helpful because most people will tend to meditate in the seated position, but there's other positions that are available as well. And I taught in that four-part series those different positions and why you might invoke any one of those particular positions. But if you'd like to take a seated position, you might decide to sit on the floor or in a chair. These are all options for you. If you're sitting on the floor, you might put some cushions under your rear that gets your hips up in the air and it lessens the angle at your hips, your knees, and your ankles. This will help the circulation to continue to flow in the lower body. With the hands and the arms, you would like your right hand over your left with your thumbs together. That's the way the Buddha did it. If you would like to do it that way and put that into your lap, you surely can. But some people might find that they would like to do something different because not everybody's gonna find that comfortable. So there's other options like putting your palms on your thighs, on your knees, the palms up. If you're in a chair, you might decide to put your feet flat on the floor or cross at the ankles. This will keep the lower body nice and comfortable. And your hands and arms, you can do the same thing. And you might even decide to put your hands and arms on the armrest of a chair. This will keep the lower body relaxed and comfortable. You're not interested in the body being luxurious, but you're not interested in it being painful either. You'd like it to be relaxed and comfortable. The upper body should be erect. This keeps the mind attentive and alert during the meditation. Whereas if you were slouched, the mind could have a tendency to be dull or lethargic. Or if your upper body was real rigid, the mind would have a tendency to be overactive or uptight. So by keeping the upper body erect, this keeps the mind attentive and alert during the meditation. We're going to end up closing our eyes to meditate, and you're welcome to do that now if you like and just start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. If you'd like to do the chanting and you know the chanting you're welcome to follow along in the chanting and actually chant together and then after the chanting i'll come in with some
2: guidance <laughs> Wotang maka api Sawakato maka watadamu. Supatipano what I know, I know, Ara to some mas and put sa Nap ato Ara to some mas nap moer ha sa bha ga wa to ha ra Arahan semasa moto, wicara langsungmu, sekatu rokawito, anu teropuri DAMA SATI SATA MANU ASANANG Okay, with
1: the lower body and hands and arms comfortable, in the upper body erect. Just close the eyes and start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Here you're just looking to establish the breath. A nice, natural, steady, consistent breath. Not forced or controlled, Just a gradual inhale through the nose, experiencing the full breath. And then, when you're ready, exhale out through the nose. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. Your breath may not match up with the guidance that I'm providing and that's okay. You can use this voice as guidance, as a reminder that whenever you get to your next inhale Breathing gradually through the nose, establishing a nice, natural, steady, consistent breath. And then, whenever you're ready, exhale out through the nose. Breathing in. And out. Breathing in and out. With the breath well established, start fixating the mind on the sound of the breath or the sensation of air moving over the skin into the nose. The breath is the present moment. Fixate the mind on the breath, the present moment. Breathing in and out. Breathing in. And out. With the mind fixated on the breath, whenever you notice that it moves off the breath, cut that off, let it go. <clears throat> Bring the mind back to the breath. There's no need to observe the thought, label it, judge it, analyze it, or even try to figure out where it's coming from. Whenever you notice that the mind is moved off the breath, cut that off, let it go, and come back to the breath, the present moment. Breathing in and out. breathing in and out. I'm going to be quiet now and let you do this work of focusing on the breath, cutting off and letting go anytime the mind moves off the breath. You have nowhere to go there's nothing to do no one needs you right now this is your time to focus on the breath breathing in and out
2: Some hot I pano Nap more Nang Samuto mundo, wicha chara nang sumuno, sakaturo kawito, anu sa. Dham sati sata wapmanu sana po to pakawati. All
1: right, if you guys would like to ease your way out of meditation. So what I do on Wednesdays like this for all of those of you that are online is if you would like to ask any questions, you're welcome to ask questions. You can put that into Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom or you can raise your hand electronically in zoom and i'll see your question so you guys might have questions about meditation you might have questions about the full path the five precepts the three poisons three universal truths the four noble truths the ten fetters any of these teachings and others that you've been learning as part of the group learning program or anything you've even heard about in other places and you just like to confirm and try to get a maybe a different perspective on what it is that you're thinking about in terms of the teachings of the Buddha you can ask any and all questions that you like by putting them into Facebook YouTube or Zoom or raising your hand electronically in Zoom. Okay I'm not seeing any questions anywhere I don't know if you guys might be in the process of typing or maybe just thinking about your question, but nonetheless, I don't see any questions anywhere. So I'm going to just go ahead and end class here. If there's any questions that get submitted as I'm doing my closing, then I will just answer those after class. So I would like to thank all of you for deciding to join for today's class. I would like to thank you for your dedication and determination in learning and practicing the teachings of the Buddha, because as you do, it's going to help you to create a more peaceful and joyful life. It's going to help those that are close to you because you're causing less and less harm in the world. And it's going to help all of humanity because as you're becoming more and more enlightened, it's helping the world to become a kinder, gentler, more loving place to exist for all beings. So thank you all for your dedication and determination to learning and practicing these teachings. This Sunday, I'm going to be in Chapter 9 of the book, Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Enlightenment. This is titled, What is Gamma and How Does It Affect Me? Everything the Buddha taught in one way or another is coming back to the natural law of Gamma. But here, I'm going to be sharing with you the actual natural law itself. We're going to be going in and actually talking about very specific things related to the natural law of Gama. So even when you were learning the Eightfold Path, the Five Precepts and other teachings, this is all based on the natural law of Gama and that's what the Buddha is exposing you to. But now we're going to go in and talk about this natural law in detail, specifically about this natural law so that that's what you're actually awakening to. You're awakening to the wisdom of this natural law in others as well. That's what it takes in order to get to enlightenment itself. And then next Wednesday, we're going to be doing loving kindness meditation. So I'm going to be doing that with you and guiding you through the loving kindness meditation, which helps to address anger, hatred, and ill will in the mind. So I'll be helping you with that and doing a guided meditation session. And then of course, remember on Saturdays, we have the polycan and English study group, where students like to Study the Words of the Buddha. That's happening each Saturday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Thai time. So thank you all for joining. Perhaps we'll see you guys in a future class. Have a very lovely and wonderful rest
0: of your day. Sawadika. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com.